You are about to listen to Defending Black Girlhood Podcast, and I'm your host, Lelada G. I'm a black mother. Look, I don't care what Mookie May May and Lakeisha oh, Mama does. I'm not Mookie May May and Lakeisha's uh, mama. Tripping. A preacher. Give me the key of D. And Mary had a little baby, and his name was Jesus. A life coach. Look, girl, if Chump don't want no help, Chump don't get no help. Oh, and a singer. And I, and I, and I, no, I ain't a singer. Most of all, I'm an advocate for black girls everywhere they are. And I'm telling you right now, I am unapologetic as hell about my fierce advocacy for black girls to be safe in their homes, schools, and communities. Join us for courageous conversations about topics that most impact our girls and be inspired to do your part in defending black girls in your part of the world. Some information may contain graphic, violent, or explicit language. Listener's discretion is advised. So we live in a society where you, no one wants to be uncomfortable. Right. But I feel like if you are uncomfortable and it's in your face, you have to think about it. We are so about protecting black men and black boys. We lose sight of what our work, I think, is with our own daughters. The men need to hear your story just as well as the women because mm-hmm. what if they had been assaulted? What if they had thought about assaulting somebody in their anger? We, as black women, often become the men that we want. Or that we've lost. Or that, we, that we've or lost, that we, that we seek, that we need. Yes. Hey, this is Lelada G, the host of Defending Black Girlhood. We have in the studio today, Antoinette Crosby of uh, Time to Chill. She is the host and executive producer. Hey, Antoinette. Hey. And we have Cooper Talbot, who is engineering with us today. How you doing, Cooper? I'm good. She has a little bit of a um, lemon cake, and her (laughs) soul got happy. And so um, we're ready to go at it. You know, it's really important for black women to have other good girlfriends around them that encourage them, that challenge them to be, you know, our greater self. And sometimes it just pissed the hell out of you. And so this person in the studio with me today does all three. All of the above. All of the above. And sometimes a little bit more. I know. I think I get under your skin, too. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) So um, first of all, before we start talking about the conversation we're going to have today, tell me why you thought it was important for you to start a Time to Chill podcast. Well, because everybody says I'm extra. So I figured yeah. I, I, you know, that's my God-given gift to be extraordinary. So I might as well share it with the world. Okay. Plus, um, I've been through a lot of things, and I think that our lives are testimonies. Mm-hmm. Our ups and downs, good, uh, the bad. Like we should be ex- 
uh, we should be sharing our experiences. Absolutely. So in the shower every morning, I come up with all these good ideas. And <laughs> I recollect the, uh, the day before, and I always come up with something new. Yeah. I always learn something new about myself. And I'm like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write this down. Mm-hmm. And so then all these things I started writing down, I was like, I need to just start talking about them. They say I talk yeah. a lot anyway. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, girl. Who said you talk girl, a lot? stop. You just said that this yes, morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she do. So I mean, think she know everything. But, no, yeah, no, I'm sorry. just a little. I know a. Did a I lot. say that out loud? You did. I didn't mean to. And that's fine. But I think that I know a little <laughs> about a lot of things. That's good. It is. That's good. Thank you. I appreciate you yeah. for noticing that. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. And then you just kind of just. Yeah. So then, um, no. So I had a friend. And he did videography, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Antoinette, I have this idea. I would love um, if you would share it with me." And boom, we just started. We just started recording, and then we started. He started editing. We put it out there. We uh, started promotion, and then I was like, "You know what?" Then he said, "You know what? I want this show to be for us, by us. I want it to mm-hmm. be for black people, for the black people, and by the black people." And I'm like, "Well, what about the white people?" And he was like, "Well, we love them too, mm-hmm. but our people have been degraded. We have been disrespected. Like on every continent, every country, right. black is bad." Right. And he was like, "No, we need to let the um, black people know we could be more than just um, basketball stars and rappers and strippers. Absolutely, you know, we we are all of the above. Absolutely. So that's how it started. Love it, love it. So thank you for making the time to come on my podcast. And uh, rest assured, Antoinette is going to be a reoccurring guest on this show. Um, Whenever we get together, we have a dynamic conversation. I feel like we should walk around with a mic 24-7 when you and I are talking. I think so. We should. We should do that. Always some good comes out of it. Always. And you always try to take all the credit. I just want to tell you that. But I'll give you that. No, you try to take all the credit. Listen, our last last conversation, Mm -hmm. I have it recorded. Oh, oh, did you go back and listen? Yes, I did. (laughs) Um, What did you come up with? And it better be a we in there. I came up with we had a conversation. (laughs) Okay. And I came up with that idea. But that's okay. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Listen, I know that we have great chemistry together. We do. And we come up with great things together when we talk. Always. We do. You know, even if it's just for our own edification, you know, but I think we have a lot to share as well. So I'm really excited to have you in the studio today. So this week, you and I went up to a male prison. Yes. I was given a presentation. You did. You know, they were. <laughs> and I was shocked because I thought we were going to a woman's prison. Yeah. So I probably would have dressed a little down and I wouldn't have touched a man's leg when I. T- I was well, you nervous. knew he was a man when you touched I him. I did, but you know, I'm touchy feely. So as we're talking, I just like touched and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. So I kind of, I don't know if you noticed, but I was like leaned over a little bit toward you. So you're more. saying you thought it was a female prison. Yes. And I should have told you. And. But it's my fault that you touched that man's leg. No, no, I was just a little. I, I, you didn't tell. I thought we were going to a woman's prison, right? Because we we're talking about um, family restoration and we were talking about um, uplifting right. women. And so I thought that. It well, would I didn't be, say I was going to uplift with. But that's what you do, though. So I like know, when I, I didn't say I was going to do that. But when when I day. when I think of you, I yeah. always think we're going to talk and uplift women and save every every abused woman in the world, like <laughs> every last every last every little, last abused woman in the world. I'm saving you. Yeah, I'm coming. You she coming? So I'm like, we're going to save <laughs> us some girls today. Right. I'm, I want the white van. I'm looking at the police. But 
That is what we went to go do. We did. It's to save some girls because it's not always direct work. And I apologize because I thought I had mentioned it. I don't know. I told you don't wear no booty pants. I no thought. booty pants. You said you know dress down, and right. I was like, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna have my Afro my Afrocentric on my right. American out uh, American African outfit. You know, right. a big that, old ass necklace. Yes, I was like a, a big medical yeah, y'all. metal necklace. Like you ain't never been to a prison to I, visit somebody before. I've been to prison to visit and there for a while too, but. I forgot. That's you know, you for, you story. try to forget and suppress that. those negative <laughs> energies, okay? You should have known not to wear that big old ass necklace. Well, I was style. a visitor. You know what? I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just, I told you I was trying they to suppress. They could have took that necklace off your neck and used it for a weapon. That thing was so they, big. It was, but it was beautiful, it wasn't was it? It was beautiful. Thank you. Yes. I'm not, I told you I'm going to have to get you something. Yes, it was beautiful. So you could be beautiful. So anyway, we went up to the men's prison we and we were talking about the impact of intrafamily violence. Yes. Um, both just like domestic violence, sexual assault. And so this is the thing. Um, Chaplain Mehar invited me up and she used to work at another prison up north. And she would ask me repeatedly, can you come and talk to the men? I was like, no, I just had no desire to talk to men. Right. About sexual assault and any of this, you know? Okay. And so, because you know I have questions. So, so do you want me to wait for my questions? You want me to wait till you finish? Because you know I, I always have questions. I want you to wait for your questions when I'm on your podcast. Okay. <coughs> okay. So I can't ask no questions? On your podcast, you uh, can. But these are some good What's questions. What's your question? What's your question? Okay. So because you had no desire to talk to men, uh, was it be- probably because of... Um, because of your experience, right? Yes, because of my own abuse. You didn't want to talk to them. No. But because you did, mm-hmm. you opened them up the eyes and the the held back tears behind the eyes that right. I noticed. The men need to hear your story just as well as the women because mm-hmm. what if they had been assaulted? What if they had thought about assaulting somebody in their anger? What? Yeah, I think you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes. And I was looking. I was you looking. Know that on one the guy three down on the right. Yeah, he kicked somebody's ass. Yeah, a few, and the one on to my right too. Yeah. So, um, I I just think that it was very. I'm glad that you opened up and changed your mind because even though uh, male males and women they assault each other, right. but the men need to hear your story. They do. And so the first time that I went and I presented at a male prison, I did a talk that was called 15 Seconds. Okay. And the basis of the talk was that a male orgasm lasts on average 15 seconds. And I talked about how those 15 seconds have an impact on a life for a lifetime if those 15 seconds ain't in the right way, time or place. And it was hundreds of men and they gave me a standing ovation. And after a while, just talking to the men afterwards, Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it rang true for me that I was at a place in my healing journey that I could do this. Yes. That I had the strength to go and talk to men about this. And, you know, I felt like there's a lot of women who've had these abusive experiences with men and they're not at that place. So if I could carry my voice and carry their voices with me, that it was a positive opportunity to have an impact. And so now anytime Chaplain Mayhar. Love you, Chaplain Yeah, she was wonderful. Anytime she calls me, I'm ready to go. I think that you should. Yeah. Because um, I would I, I would really like to pose a question like, why do they think they rape? 
Like, is it embedded in, like, is it a generation? Like you say, you have like this generational curse. You, your your grandfather had it, your great-grandfather mm-hmm. had it. Your, you know, is it a, a generational thing or is it a psych- psychological thing? Like, they think they have the authority or is it a, what is it? Is this a male dominance thing or is right. it, I mean, would you even care to know? Well, I tell you what I've done and some of my my study around my work is looking at, we always hear about the idea of um, we have a rape culture in the United States. You know, rape culture, rape culture. And you (coughs) think, okay, what does that mean? What's the foundation of that? And so in my work around historical trauma and really focusing in on the impact of, of historical sexual trauma on black women and black girls today, I started looking at it and I thought, you know, as we carry trauma as black women, as victims, we also have to understand that perpetrators and their descendants carry their shit too. Yeah. And so as I start looking at, okay, let's go back to plantation, even before the plantation, let's go back to when they first start stealing Africans and had them caged up. Mm-hmm. That's when rape started. Mm-hmm. That's when the white man started raping the black woman. And when you look at, if you have a man who's raping a black woman, mm-hmm. right? His son is watching. Right. So his son is going to see what he's doing. Yep. And then he's going to carry on what he did in front of his son, et cetera, et cetera. And I think the reason we have rape culture today in the United States of America is because of the violent sexual practices that white people had upon black people. And I really think that's why we have rape culture. So when we go back to the question that you had, yeah, I think that's exactly why. Because not only did white men rape black women essentially black men raped them too mm-hmm. and and you have to understand too that both of them were victims because if you say you have to go mate with that person yeah. you raping both of them yeah you yeah. sexually assault both of them and so everybody learns from this for one thing that black women's bodies are not valuable and you can have them anytime you want to and toss them aside like mm-hmm. a pair of dirty underwear mm-hmm. and then that is passed down from generation to generation but at the same time, understand um, that it isn't just black men that rape. And I will be quick to point out that most people rape in their culture. Black men rape black women, Latina men rape Latina women, but white men rape every damn body. <laughs> True. They rape every, <laughs> it's deep. They rape it, everybody. It sounds so negative. You know, we're in this generation now where it's peace and love and okay. you want you want to be you know you don't want to offend and yeah. you kind of don't want to say those things even though they're true because you don't want to offend anybody and you don't want to seclude anybody and you don't want to make people feel a way, right? So this okay. is the generation that we're living in cuz when right. you say that I'm like, "Oh my god, here she go." But, <laughs> but it's the truth. Like, yeah. why is the why can't, do we have we live in a society where the truth has to be suppressed, or we have to okay. make the truth right PC up. and clean? Yeah, yeah. I can say it a different way. Isn't it interesting, <laughs> or should I say, isn't it wonderful <laughs> that white men have equal opportunity <sighs> when it comes to rape? And I can they don't discriminate. I can attest to that. And, that's and I, a positive way. That's to say positive. It. It's it's more it's more comfortable. It's more comfortable. Okay. But when I I've gone to Jamaica and the Jamaicans they 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 don't have it. They they call it they call it all type of names. I don't. We don't want the Bati boys. We don't. They are 
adamant about it, mm-hmm. about um, homosexuality. They're um, adamant about um, raping. Like they, if you take it, you because this uh, a group was out there when we went a few years ago and they were protesting like any rapers will be killed. Dang. Yeah. That would end rape culture real quick. Yes. Yes. Like they were serious about uh, raping. Mm -hmm. So um, I do believe. And you said you, 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 another guy there last uh, the other day, he said, your story made me feel uncomfortable. Right. So we live in a society where you, no one wants to be uncomfortable. Right. But I feel like if you are uncomfortable, then that'll, um, uh, and it's in your face. You have to think about it. Right. See, when you're, it's not, when you're not uncomfortable, when you're comfortable, you can do whatever you like to do. Right. And everything is easy. But when you're uncomfortable, that means you have to pay attention and, right. and pay some respect to the subject. I like making people uncomfortable. I do, too, girl. Don't you? you and it's not a petty towards thing. Good. Right. I like to make it uncomfortable towards good so that you and I can get a lesson from right. it. Sometimes I am petty with it, though. I know. Me, I, too. I'll admit it. Well, it's okay. But not usually. Usually I'm trying to come from a higher consciousness. So, so it gets really muddled. You know, so um, just a side note on rape. I feel like if in this America, okay, we could do this in the world, but let's start in America. Okay. If we were to castrate men, if we just started with men who raped children. Uh, Yes. I say yes. I think we should castrate them because I feel like. But what's the age of the children? Anyone under 18. Okay. Okay. Because I feel like this. If you have proven to society you don't know what to do with that thing, you shouldn't get to use it no more. I think so, too. If you have used your penis as a weapon, it shouldn't be yours no more. Okay, I, b- I believe that. Yeah. I Maybe men should get licenses. That's what it is. You know how you have to have a license to get a gun? Yes. Maybe men should get licenses to use their penises. And maybe they'd well, be a little that bit that more responsible. That means we have to be licensed. I think, you know what, that's a, that's a little deep right there. But I do think that we should have licenses to be parents. Yeah, I, I, th- too. I think we should have licenses with your parents and the I licensing too. on the penis and the licenses on the private parts. I think that is that would be a good concept because then you would be responsible yeah. because sex is a ha- has responsibility that comes behind it. It's not just yes. it, it should it, have it, it, it should because a lot of people are just willingly oh you can have sex and it's nothing you have sex but sex is, is an emotional bond right. Sex is um is a spiritual thing too. Right. So and physical is physical, emotional and spiritual and it, mental. There you go. Every level. So you should. I mean, if I've got to have a test to drive. I should have a test to drive this this thing. I think that's fair. I think it is too. Hey, Let's Facebook. Do what do y'all think? They gonna say hell no. Nah, that's do what they gonna say. Men should have to get a license to use their penises. You can't just say sure. men. You have to say women I just, too. I just wanted to start with the men for right <laughs> That's you know I just want to start. No, I'm not mashing no okay. man. Okay. I'm just saying just to start off, one, the question is, should men who rape children be castrated? That's the one question. You got a yes for me. Okay. The second question is, should men have to earn licenses? You know, and, and education would come with that. So they'd have to go through certain classes. We could start when they're boys. But then how are you going to stop them? How are you going to stop them from using it? They have to have a, uh, the little penis clamp on it. Remember they used to, oh. the chastity belt. That was for the women. Used. We right, need that the, for some men. You think so? Yeah. You really do think so? Yeah. The I bastardly think, belt. The bastard belt. Oh, yes, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you are petty. You are not a liar. I'll tell you that. 
Anyway, okay, that might be a little bit deep for Friday morning. So we'll Friday. move along. But we'd love to have your thoughts on this out there. Yes. Okay, so what I want to ask you, too, about going to prison and seeing all these beautiful men in the prison yes. was, you know, oftentimes when we're talking about the over-incarceration mm. of black and brown men, particularly in the state of Wisconsin, particularly, that, you know, we look at it in terms of how we need them in our community, and we do, we miss them. Yes. Brothers, we need you, we miss you. And then the other part is the impact on black boys who are growing up without fathers. <sighs> but can we enter into the conversation about what is the impact on black girls okay, with yes. their fathers being like, oh, you Boom, ready for that? I'm ready. Come on, I'm go. ready because I come up with a father in the home. Yeah. So I know I know how it is to have him in the home and not to have him in the home anymore. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. So I here I we, moved the camera so they could see you. So here we go. The father in the home to a daughter you're her first experience to a man this is the first male figure that you have in your life right. it's the first smell of a man the first look of a man you know um the first uh man that that hugs you that loves you that kiss you that caress that that discipline so um having him not in the home mm -hmm. Later on down the line, you don't really know how to deal with a man. You don't know. Right. You don't know how to be disciplined by a man. You don't know how to listen to a man. Mm -hmm. You don't really know what a man's role is because you've never seen him in your home. And you have no value for a man. And, and no value. So it's important for the man, even the men that have children in the home that don't, um, that aren't in the home. It is imperative that you are there on the weekends. You are there on um, some mm -hmm. some days out of the week. Your your presence is made known because what we do is we look for you all our lives yes we or do. we become you. no 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 oh, we, we don't get, get into that, that. okay we're gonna get we're gonna get into but that but me and you you we the women need the girls need you as much as the boys do because right. how who am i going to reference reference you to when i meet a, a, a guy in the street who can i compare him to right you know i'm calling some man in the street daddy i, I, I suppose I ha i'm supposed to have a dad right so now anything this man does to me is okay because i ain't never had no man right. in my life and you don't know the parameters. Thank you, darling. Thank you don't know the parameters. You don't know the limits. You don't know um, how a man is supposed to act. And so I think part of my conversations about defending black girlhood is looking at the places that we're leaving black girls out of the equation. Yeah. And I think that's one place we're really leaving it out of the equation because we're always so, so much talking about the boys. And I think, you know, I'd love to have a, a longer conversation about just this point at some point where we talk about the fact that as black women, we are so about protecting black men and black boys <coughs> that we lose sight of what our work, I think, is with our own daughters. Okay, can I say this? Yes, ma'am. In retrospect to what you just said, we are so adamant on protecting the boy right mm -hmm. and then we have so say we have a boy child and a girl child in the home so we want to protect that boy maybe because whatever we know how rough it is on the black male right so um we protect him and love him and coddle him but the girl child gets all the roughness right, right. but the boy child is supposed to be the protector and the and the provider he's supposed to be strong but we are coddling him daily oh you don't have to do that i'll do that for you now don't do that let john do that he 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 don't have to do it sarah right. now you do it or Tr trisha right. now you do it you get I out there my house ain't clean 
Yeah, how come but, this ain't done? But look, but look, to dad, the girl, right? But to the boy, he can come in and mess up and do whatever. He don't have to pick up. Right. But she makes the the daughter do all this. So now you have this daughter with this um this male energy because mm-hmm. because she's providing and she's protecting this boy. Well, she's picking up the male energy from us that we work in. Okay, and so she's mimicking us. Because we don't have the male at home to right. to take up, up that slack, right? Right. So, so, but now the mother now is is really um, raising the kids against their nature, because right. now you're you're raising a daughter with all this responsibility on her, and mm-hmm. she's got to be strong. But you're coddling the boy, which which is that femininity, and right. now you have the femininity um, energy on this boy, and now you have masculine energy on this girl, right? And I think. So much is lost in that on a number of levels. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I look at my family, um, I was raised by a single mother. Mm-hmm. So for that period of time, we had a pedophile living in the house. And then my mother was raised by a single mother. So for that time when she had a pedophile living in the house. And then my grandmother was raised by a single mother. Now, oddly enough, my great grandmother was not. And her father was a slave. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And he actually was in the family. He was in the family so deep that he was around still when my older uncle was born. Oh. He was in the family. He was an important part of the family. Yes. And even with all that we know happened in slavery to break apart black families, you know, there there were many two, three generations ago where black men were very present. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, Let's slide into this because you you keep referencing the whole idea about this male energy thing. And we had a great conversation about the impact of black women operating in male energy Mm -hmm. and how that impacts us and how we raise our children. Yep. And how that impacts us in our relationship. Yes. Now, don't be trying to say what I said what? in the car. Okay. Don't this, be trying to take I thought about credit this, this, for my list. Okay. I thought about this this what? morning. I said, we were having a conversation. Yeah. I was explaining to you um, a situation that I had gone through and why, because right. of the 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 um, too much male, male presence in my life. Right. And uh, my stepdad was such a phenomenal man. And then when he was gone, I started looking for him. Mm-hmm. And then and then you said, man, you be, became him. I see, said, see? yeah. So we came up with that yes, together. Yes, we did. Yes, okay? we did. Okay, so don't just did. say you came up. Because no. if it wasn't for my stories, you wouldn't have thought about that. <laughs> that okay, absolutely, we gonna bring this down, War TV. True. Okay, so what we basically came up with. Thank you, we. We came up with yes. that we, as black women, often <laughs> become the men that we want or that we've lost or that, we, that we've or lost that, we, that we seek that we need yes you know and when that man comes along really you are attracting when you are operating in male energy mm-hmm. you attract a man that's attracted to male energy right yeah, okay you get so you get this man who is and attracted, it's not a homosexual thing nope no no but 
maybe he was raised by women. Mm-hmm. You know, right. maybe he was raised without a father and he feels a certain level of comfort. So that's why we as women make these men babies. Mm-hmm. We make their plates, which that's okay. But you know what? I'll make your plate if you made the damn money for me to make the damn food. I will make your plate. I'll bring it to you. I ain't got no problem with that. Or if you wash the dishes, I'll make your plate if you wash the dishes. Like, I think yeah. it's, a com- it's a, you got to compromise. It's Absolutely. a team effort. But I think but I what ends up. I for you to buy it, though. Go yeah. Ahead. But what ends up happening is then that same man that has been attracted to us because of our strong male energy, then we get mad because now he's a punk ass man. Yes. And ain't that strange? Mm-hmm. Th- that's why we need the men in the home so they can balance that energy out with us. Right. Right. Because, I mean, and it's no, there's no fault to the black woman for because we have to do it. We got to make sure the car is done. We got to make sure the oil's changed. We got to make sure we know somebody who's going to fix this. We got to have the kids together. We got to have ourselves together. We got to be at work. We have to have a home and food. Oh my God. School clothes. And I still need a drink on Friday. How I'm going to find a babysitter too. Like it's too much. I have to do so much and I have to discipline. Right. So now. And though. All of that, the whole long list that you just put out there. Yeah. Oh, let me take a breath. And you're not getting sex on the regular. Yeah, and I'm not getting the extra pay for this. I need but look, a job. But no, 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 no. What I'm trying to tell you is when you are in. Wait a minute, say that again about the sex. I and you're not getting sex on the regular. And I haven't been, but we all know we're not talking about me right now, but go ahead. No, no. Right, and, and I need to release. Exactly. Like, that's my release. But that's part of lifespan. You're supposed to, by weight, things are. In order. Yes. Be married, have kids, and then have this release, this love, this comfort. Yes. The intimacy plus the chemical. Sex is chemical, too. It is. Have the chemical release of sex. But now we're operating in male energy and we don't have a companionship. We don't have that thing that makes us soft. We don't have that intimacy. We don't have all that. And we don't have the chemical relief. Right. And all that. So now when we meet a man, right. we are we are expecting him to do be more man than us. And this is why we're angry black women. That's why they angry black women. I am I'm just women. a little frustrated. <laughs> well, I'm angry. I'm not angry. I because I know how to get mad. But oh I'm my, just a well, I'm celibate. So I know all what that means and what it doesn't mean for your life when you don't have that balance. That definitely. And right. I'm, I'm my learning voice is that. deeper than it used to be. Yeah. My little chin hair is growing out long. I'm like, what is this chin hair happening here? I don't know. Maybe that's just chemical. But getting back on subject. (laughs) What were we talking about? I I do believe. I don't even remember. We were talking about um, women having too much male energy. So how do we get back to our femininity? And here's the thing. I think that not dressing sexy is feminine. I mean, it is feminine. Right. But we're talking on a mental level of femininity. We're talking on a a physical, mental, physical, and spiritual level. Right. And... And to be soft with the men. And and I made a point. I'm looking for a man to be more man than me. Okay? Because I'm one man. Right? So I have two. I have two X chromosomes and one Y. Right? I don't know. So, okay. Well, we'll talk about that later. Okay. But since I have all these responsibilities and I have to carry those, Mm -hmm. that female and male energy. Right. When I meet a man, that is that's what I'm judging him off of. Can Can you do the job as well as me? Can you manage my life? as well as, as I can or better. And if not, there's no purpose for you. Now, is that wrong? Because men are very sensible. Yeah. You know, men are like, uh, they, they, they're they one track minded. They, they do one task at a time. You know? I think it becomes wrong because it becomes 
the force that drives men away from our lives, ultimately. Okay, so if I know I can do this, I can get this tire fixed by John over here, why should I, today, why should I have to wait three and four days when I could be riding around today? And so, so now I'm stagnated for three or four days so mm-hmm. you can get your stuff together. Right. You understand what I'm saying? you need a good garage person who can get mechanic on you. You know, so I'm noticing by me being single out here, these these men, not all, but a lot of men in Madison, because I live in Madison, so I I export, I go outside of Madison, but because, yeah, I do. You import your men. Import, export, they coming and going, but they not here. Okay, that's what I'm saying because mm. when I do meet the men here, they all with white women. The 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 nice um uh a quality man that has a job, has an education, has a goal. He's get he's got the white girl, mm. and I see that because I go to a lot of these different functions, and I'm the only beautiful black strong woman here, single. But th- this the same man with this bald head and this beard. This, this you know I guess that's the generation of the bald head and the beard. Yeah, nice looking men. Yeah, or the dreads. I like the dreads too. Y'all. I like dreads. Too. I do. If they're well maintenance, I right. love them. Don't come up with no jacked up and with dreads. the naps in the back. Just line that baby. Line right, right. That. and and t- twist it in the front. Please do and put some oil on it. A little bit oil. Yes. Yeah. But they're all with white women. It's some aftershave. Over. Please. I, I don't want to smell cocoa butter. Oh, uh, I like cocoa butter. I No, I, I want to smell like menin or something. You want to smell what? Brute? Mint, brute menin? Brute? No, I want to You want some smell, mint on your no, man? No, I want to smell some Calvin Klein. Okay, I want to smell Klein. some... Some, you want a f- nice little masculine fragrance on them. I do, and, okay. and and not something that you can buy at Walgreens. Yeah, you know, I, you can tell that Walgreens you smell can. can't you? <laughs> yes, one because at least Burlington's. You can go to Burlington's get a nice sort of. Smell. But the one thing about that is that it's been sitting on the shelf for too long, and now it smells more like alcohol <laughs> than it smells like <laughs> you sniffing them. Right, but a man could be ugly as hell, but if he is clean and smelling good, it yes. will make me turn my head. I will turn mine too, and right. probably give him a girl, boy. Let me give your love. Give him what? My phone number. Oh, my phone number, so we could talk. I can't give him nothing. I'm telling you, I'm set. Se- you got to stop banging on the table. I'm selling. I keep trying too. to tell you. Yeah, you keep blinking. I keep I giving keep you sign you language. Sorry, but we won't talk about sign language today. Uh, okay, we'll have to bring up that story another time. Yeah, we have to. Uh, yes, yes, we will. Yes, but back to the men. I'm looking for a man who can accommodate me just mm-hmm. like I can accommodate him. Okay. Um, just smoking and drinking or get, taking me out to eat. Have a conversation for me. Don't just be like, yeah, that's what's up. Or, you know, talk about your job. I don't know your job. I don't know. We're not on your job right now. Okay. If you want to express to me what you do for a living, that's fine. But have some, some sort of communication with me or, or, or bring something to the table. Like have an imagination. Take mm-hmm. me on a date with, just with a blanket and a picnic and some, some matcha refrigerator. You know what I'm right. saying? Like the, the make mi- some effort, some effort and a, imagination and they have none and i'm just bored like but i'm gonna blame other women for that and you blaming somebody the women because they accepting less just because we have so much male energy we need something well that that we need some type of outlet so they accept whatever because what's around but also the women who just let them hit it and quit it in the booty calls don't call me at two o'clock in the morning at least call me by 10 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least you've been thinking about it since eight. Right. Okay. <laughs> and it just didn't get drunk and you know how that drunk take over. Now you're like, oh yeah, well. Call me at 10 if that's when you get off work. Yes. Don't call me at 10 if you got off at five. Because okay. I'm going to want to know what you've been doing between five and 10. Dang, that didn't include me. Nosy. But he was relaxing. 
When I get home, I don't want to call nobody. I just want to chill. I want to chill, <laughs> drink me a beer if I want that day, and take my shoes off and sit on Twitter, Facebook, and twiddle my thumbs. Then I want to go get in the shower. Then after that, I want to get back <clears> on the phone and chill. Then by that time, I want to eat something. Then I'm thinking, damn, all right, what a lady doing? That's about, shoot, four or five hours later? See, men think differently wow. from women, too. They and, really Because I come do. up with men. Like, all my friends they were really boys. They really do. All my friends were men. They'll think about eating first. Everything. They'll think about hanging with that guy. That's what I, I got said. that. And I don't need nobody to call me every day because I got stuff to do. Yeah. I don't need nobody to call me every day. But I do want but you I don't to call me I don't want to be an afterthought. That's fine. I, I agree with that. I don't want to be an afterthought. I want to be I, I, a I mean before thought. The, the, I want to be the middle of the day text. I don't want to exactly. be that good morning text that you can just give to every woman. But I will accept Cut good morning. Paste. Yeah. Yeah. When you say put my name in there. And write good morning. Don't GM me. <coughs> don't GM me because then I know my you're Lord. doing that to everybody. Write it out, sir. Good morning. Good morning, beautiful. <coughs> That's no. what I want to hear. No. <laughs> good morning, <laughs> Beautiful the later is what I want here. Okay, beautiful the later. Put my name in there. Okay, Beyonce, say, say my okay, name. Okay, say, say my, my name. name. Right. Okay. okay. You kind of got a nice little voice. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. you. <laughs> <laughs> my God. My God. But yeah, women, how do we get back to femi our feminine side when we have so okay. much pressure on us and not enough release? Boom. Okay. So one, I think we have to find other ways to release energy stress, all of that. Okay. Because if we don't, it's killing us as black women. We're dying from heart disease. We're dying from high blood pressure, diabetes. All of these stress-related diseases are taking us out yeah. as black women. Yes. And then as we were talking <coughs> um, on our drive, you know, all of these stress-related diseases are also precursors to Alzheimer's, which is why black people are and proportionately getting Alzheimer's. Yep. My mom has Alzheimer's. I'm just like, damn, can we ever just get, if we're going to be off the chart, can we ever be off the chart with some money or property? <laughs> Why we always got to have everything? <laughs> Every disease. <laughs> right. Everything that's bad. Black women on the top of the list. But you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I've been um, uh, reading some articles, and the the black body has cured a lot of diseases. They have stole our cells. Stole our cells for AIDS, yes. stole our cells for um, uh, leukemia, I think a sickle cell, all yeah. of that. So Cancer, the black the black that. body yeah. is strong, but I'm going to yeah. tell you what I think, and you might That's not That's why agree. we survived slavery. Yes. Thank you. I, I believe that the one thing that kills us is the man outside of the home. And we need our men at home. But yeah. society has put us above them. A pay grade um, and in and, and retrospect to the respect that we have more respect than, than a black man does in, in this system. I Even though we you. are degraded deeply. I agree with you because it's the absence of the man in the home. And even if for some reason, you know, I got divorced, my kids were young. Even if you're divorced men from or you've never been married to the mother of your children, your absence is causing her stress. And that's just the damn yeah. truth. Your absence is causing her stress. And then if you're absent and you're not paying child support mm -hmm. and mama got to answer all the questions, get all the frustration mm -hmm. from her kids yep. because daddy ain't there, mm -hmm. it's killing us. So I'm just going to say to you men out there, who may be um, absentee fathers, you know, st stop that shit. 
And women too. And women too. Stop that shit. No, right now I'm just talking about men. Well, I'm talking about the women. Let these men see their kids. Even if they, yeah, yeah, even if they don't have the money, let them come see them because time is more important than money. You understand me? A time and this that his relationship with that child is more important than your damn feelings or what he did to you five years ago. I absolutely agree with that. Now, putting the kids, put that on the card. Stop that shit, black women. Let that man have a relationship with his son or daughter. But can we just say that is not the largest issue the largest issue of men who are choosing not to have a relationship with the kids i know there are times and places where women are being trifling and petty yeah about it but that's not why black men are not fathering their kids well, it's, it's a decision of black men it's the, yeah, it's and they need decision. to make better decisions because the, because men want to men want to just they look at that with their eyes so oh look at her booty oh look at her lips oh she looks so good so i want to hit that right. and then before you know it you hitting that a few times without a condom them boom you having a baby with a right. woman you don't even know and now you don't right. want the baby and that's her choice to have a baby right. and now you're not in the baby's life because your decision to lay down with this woman because one one thing that and her decision to lay down too but what we're going back to mm-hmm. I'm looking for you black man right. I'm looking for you to be consistent I'm looking for your word to be true so I'm going to believe you and now you're just right. looking for me because you're looking to have sex with me and I'm looking for something deeper now I'm having sex with you and boom now now we have a child out of wedlock and you don't okay. want to be bothered so this is part of the problem boom this part of the problem tell me women we must stop having babies with men who do not love us hey hey, women we must stop having babies by men who don't love us Mm -hmm. because that's part of the issue Mm -hmm. this really is because part of you're supposed to be with somebody he love you you love him yes and that helps you both bond to that child yes you love that child because that's part of him he love that child because it's part of you y'all love each other yes when women are having children with men Mm -hmm. who don't love them those men also do not love them babies. Yes. They don't have no sense of commitment to None. them babies. They don't have no connection to them babies. You're right. You're right. It was a piece of ass <laughs> nine months ago. Yep. And that baby don't mean no more to them than anything. So, listen, I think that when you are in an intimate relationship with somebody, I think birth control, all that is on both parties. I think both yes. people need to be responsible for that. But ultimately, women, we need to be responsible because that man can walk away. See, that's it. And leaving you with a baby. That goes back to what you, you said. Leaving you with a disease. Yep. You know, he can walk away. So ultimately, although it should be the responsibility of both. Right. The consequence is mostly going to be on us. There you go. Because so, it's daddy's maybe, it's mama's baby, maybe daddy's, daddy's maybe. maybe yep. Right. And I call it DNA. I call it DNA. When he want to hit it, he there. He's on it. Yep. He come with everything. But when you talk about I got a baby and it's yours, he be like, uh uh-uh. uh. Right. Who my told you? was never around. Yeah. That's the DNA. That is. Okay. Was never around. Girl, right. I picked that up right away. <laughs> you are amazing. <laughs> no, you are. Oh, no, you. No, you are. Yeah, I Yay. love it. Thank you. I, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. We done went down a bunny hole. This is what I meant to ask you before we start. Okay, go. What is one word that you would use to describe your black girlhood? Oh, one. I only got one word. I would say interesting. Mm. That's why I'm interesting. Okay. Because my black girlhood was interesting because I was a tomboy. Mm-hmm. Right. And everybody thought I was going to be a homosexual. Okay. But my grandmother, at a, when I was born, you know, my name is Antoinette. So the nickname was Tony. Oh, okay. Then. And I never understood why I couldn't be named Tony, so she nicknamed me Angie. Oh, 
I was going to ask you where Angie came from. Because she said that Tony was too masculine of a name for me, and I needed to be Angie. How deep that is? I'm interested. I told you, girl, I'm sorry. That is interesting. And and it's deep. Because the name of something, when you name somebody something, a name has meaning. Words have meaning. You understand me? Right. Words have meaning. And even if you don't believe they do, they do. So she was protecting my feminine energy. Even if she, I don't even know if she knew or not how deep it, she was going. Mm-hmm. But if I had been named Tony, if my nickname was named Tony, I gravitated to to boys, hanging out with boys. I was a tomboy. Mm-hmm. And I, all my friends well, were There's nothing boys. wrong with that. It's nothing, no, it's nothing wrong, wrong with, with this that. kind of expressing the fullness of who you are. But... Had I been called Tony, 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 I would have become Tony. Cause like I said, when we were, when um, I when I grew up, I was looking for my stepdad all that time. Mm-hmm. So I had become that man that I saw, right, coming up. And if they had been calling me that, I probably would have become that, seriously and deeply. Right. Well, I mean, I overall, think, I mean, I think we become that even without our name. No, I, I mean, mean seriously. Like I would have been. Doing all of that, you know, Do, so doing I, the whole thing, because to me, that's mental, like, and it's physical, like what you're called. It's like somebody call you stupid. They call you dumb. You can't do that. You can't do that. You're going to start thinking, I can't do that. No, nah, nah, I'm dumb. I can't right. read that. You're going to take that in. So words mean something when you, when they placed on you. So what was your question again? Because we got off of that. What, what was what um, one word? I would say interesting because I had a very um, fulfilled childhood. We was up. We was down. We was mm-hmm. in the middle. So I had a father, real father, didn't have one, then had a stepfather, didn't have one, then had boyfriend, you know, from this is my mother's choice. Right. Th- then had boyfriends that weren't um, in the home but were around the home and took care. So I've seen men in, in different positions. Mm-hmm. And I'm just interested. Yes, you are. Thank you. I appreciate you. My God. Okay, so we were talking about Ayala earlier this week. My answers be so long, y'all. Yeah, but nobody here is saying that you talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know she only gonna say she that when talks so much. I do, but I oh but but they're God. meaningful conversation. It is. It is. It is. But sometimes you have to explain to people because you That's know fine. you if you now say she's talking long about talking long. Yeah. Cause she's trying to We do it in Yon the cards, please. She's playing games, y'all. Tell her don't be playing. And now she moving my Tell her camera. don't be playing games with me. Yes. Denise Maddox said, yes. Cooper, do you have my back? Denise. Cooper, do, do you have my back? But I'm not talking okay. crazy, okay? I'm talking Put my phone back things. down. Denise Maddox. How you doing, baby? Lord have mercy. There you sake. go. Now, okay. there she is again. And you know what? I'm going to grab your yes. camera tonight when you interviewing me. You please ask them. It's not going to be on. My I'll God. tell them to zoom in on you, though. Okay, so we're doing the Yonla cards. These cards are the bomb. I've used these cards with women in prison, men in prison, girls in elementary school, middle school, high school, women who have been abused. Why? Because I just use them in my groups that I do, my healing groups that I do. I use these cards as discussion starters to check in, you know, all this kind of stuff. And they work well with everybody. Now, it started out with 50 cards. Okay. Now, if you look at one of these cards here. Okay. You can see it's beautiful piece of art is on it. It's laminated. What about that says you're supposed to keep this damn card? Use my card and give it back. I got about 35 cards left because out of 50. Because they're beautiful. And well, buy wanna, your own. But people want to, people, see, you make an impact on people, so they want to have something, have something of you. Listen, and then you and can't hardly find these it. cards anymore. They're out of print. 
and a box of these cards now really? are like three hundred dollars. Aw, right. You want some more of these cards? If I ever hit the lottery, I'll get you some of these Thank cards. You. Okay, okay. Even if the scratch off. My God, I appreciate that. Okay, so there's question here. You pick one, I'm going to pick one. Okay, I'm going to pick Read your question. No, we can't pick that one because we saw that already. Okay, okay boom. Okay, you pick. Okay, I'm pick this one. And don't take all day to answer. Okay, short and sweet. But I got to explain my answer because... Just say the question, huh. please. Okay, when are you going... Oh, so I'm a I'm asking you this and then you oh, ask yeah, me yours? Oh, yeah, let's do that. Oh, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you I was okay, scared. Okay, okay. When are you going to stop doing the thing that brings you pain? Never. <laughs> stop it. Sell Never. it. Tell the truth. When are you going to stop doing the things that bring you pain? My God. You know what? Thank God. Knock on wood. I really don't do things that bring me pain anymore. You know, there was a time that I did things that brought me pain, whether that was who I loved or um, the words I spoke to myself. Come on, answer the question now. We got a little more cards to go. Didn't you say we got to keep this keep this short? And I'm going to stop. Uh, okay, fine. What's your name again? Cooper. Cooper. Okay, Cooper. I'm going to stop beating on the table, uh, Cooper. Will you please? I'm sorry. Okay, so basically, when thank God, I, I really don't do things that bring me pain. And if I, if I have entered into something that I was doing and it start hurting, I stop that shit. Okay, so you check yourself. Yes. How can you let people know that you love them? Oh, I smile at them and I tell them that they're beautiful or I give hugs or I give them um, positive affirmation that I see in their glow. Beautiful. Okay, that was good. You're trying to show me up answering all fast. Because oh you said I talk to them. I'm just trying to listen and apply it to my life. Okay. Boom. There you go. Your turn. What would it take for you to forget all of your troubles? Oh, I got some good things. Uh, what would it take for me to forget all my troubles? About uh, $2.5 million. That's just going to give you more troubles. Go ahead. Ask oh, me that More question. money, more problems. Yes. Okay. Uh, what would it take? <laughs> you I should just be honest. A drink. <laughs> a drink. No, because no, I had a drink last night and I woke up with the same damn problem. So I don't think that was it. So I think, um, honestly, more faith. Okay. The more I rely on God to mm -hmm. take care of stuff, the less I worry. Yep. Yeah. And a concussion helps too. <laughs> yeah, you did say you had a concussion. I had a concussion and for like six weeks, I couldn't even access the worry energy. I didn't worry really? for like six weeks. Amazing. My brain couldn't even develop. I would try to worry about something. I think on it and then my brain just didn't come up with that energy to worry. Man. Can somebody hit me in the head again? Man, that's what I was going to say. Somebody, yeah. we need to start busting bop, some people upside the head. Bop me upside my head again, Girl, every please. every time you get the worry, and that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Pop with the finger. Pop. My God. Okay. When are you going to stop trying to please everyone, Antoinette? I don't. I don't that's give a damn. That's the damn truth. I don't give a damn about pleasing you because I have to. It's too much. I'm interested, so it's a job pleasing myself. When are you going to stop trying to please your damn self all the damn time? How about that? Man, I never. Never. Because <laughs> if you don't love yourself first, who else will? You know you're right. Mm -hmm, I know I'm right. Your turn. Where in your life have you not kept your word? Mm. So where you lie at? Hmm? Where you be lying at? Where in your life? It says where in your life have you not kept your word? I believe that um, my gym would say... I have not kept my word <laughs> with, I don't mean J-I-M, I mean the G-Y-M. I think my gym would call me a lie. Okay, yeah. all right. But yeah. see, we talked about that too. 
20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at nighttime, and you can put your feet under the couch and get out your bed, get on the floor, and just get get the rolling, do your few push-ups, or do you some little knee-ups or some 20 minutes with some warm water, then go. Thank you. All right. Where in your life can you show more compassion? Um, When people hurt my feelings. Mm. Instead of me cutting them on my tongue really quickly or um, reacting, I could think first and... Uh, act later okay, and not cut them with my words. Choose my words when I'm right. in my emotion. And that's a big thing. It's hard to show people compassion when they've hurt you. That's right. Yeah. But you have to. Yeah. Your turn. How can you simplify your life? Mm. Huh. Some good questions for yeah. you. I know you. That's the thing with these cards. People mm. always get the questions that they that need, they need mm-hmm. to explore. Okay, how can I simplify my life? Um, I have too much stuff. Oh, I'm are a you collector. A hoarder? I'm not a hoarder. You're a you're, you're a semi hoarder. No, I'm a collector. Okay, now you know what collect is. It's a thin line between collection and hoarding. Yes, it is. So, are you on that line? Are you like right before that line? Like that right before you on E? That notch before you on E? I'm on the notch before E. Okay. I, and I have the proclivity to be a hoarder. Okay. Because my father is a collector. My mother was a hoarder. Oh, wow. So I have the proclivity okay. to do that. And so I think things can keep you anchored in a place because you're trying to manage your shit. Yeah. So you may not move someplace because it's not big enough for your shit. Yes. You may not leave a bad relationship because you got to leave your shit behind. Yes. So I think... Um, Things can really control our lives more than we really know that they do. Mm-hmm. So I think I need to downsize, but not my black Americana. No, I don't think so. I just keep that growing. Yes, I need that growing, but I need more space for it. So I got to get rid of all the other stuff that doesn't mean anything to me. And it's hard. See, now I'm answering long. It's hard because I'm the type of person who puts emotions with things. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I remember when I bought this box of Yellow Cards. And yes. it was and a Sunday take morning. My cards. Uh-huh. I'm so mad about it. <laughs> I'm so mad about it. I am bitter about it. I was just like telling my daughter off last night because she messed my stuff up. I had all my little art supplies in a certain place. And she'd be like, Mom, can I have something? Sometimes. Mm -hmm. Other times she'd feel like she'd just go get my stuff and just take it and use it. Which, you know, I'm mostly okay with that. But put it back. Right. I opened up my cabinet and it was bald-headed. I was like, I had stuff all organized up in here, I'm filled the all the way. And I looked in there and it was bald-headed. I'm just like, girl, what have you done with my stuff? My stuff. Can't my here, stuff. My stuff. Get up here eating it. Get rid of that stuff. Okay. Come okay. on, next. Okay. So, but wait a minute. Are you listening to these, to your answers? Yes, I am. Okay. So, because we can play this game all day, but if you're not listening to yourself and and actually applying them or continuously um doing them, it ma- makes no sense. It, th- this game is... It don't make no sense to even play. Because Are you trying to call me out? No, no, I'm not calling you out. But Are you I, listening to your answers? I, I was getting ready to get to me. See, this well, is why you my should have started are long, with you. You should have started with you. But, don't come at me. But I have to ask you the question. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. See, see, see. When you be on the defense, that's not a hold. You, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. All right. What's the? But but that was good though. We have to. Yeah. Um, I'm applying these this game to my life. Yeah. I'm going to remember these answers. I'm going to continue to be um consistent. Yeah. With what I'm saying. So let's hopeful. Be hopeful that maybe those who are listening will write down these questions. Right. Right. Write down the questions. Right. And because then, it's good to ask yourself questions. Right. It is. But not not enough people ask themselves questions. And it's good to have other folks ask you questions too. We get so 
sensitive. Like you. Like, why I, you coming for me? You wonder no, why you asking me? Like you. Like you. <laughs> why internet always got to be wrong? Yeah, why I got to be wrong when I be trying to be right? Because you be wrong all the damn time. That's why you... And not I'm just trying to bring some... No, you're not. Just sometimes. Just sometimes. And you be trying to bring what? Go ahead. Put your arms. What? I be trying to bring the light. <laughs> I'll be trying to bring the Holy Spirit into the situation. I wish I had my holy oil today. I would anoint you. In the name of Jesus. Okay, Okay. is it my turn? I guess. We're about to run out of time. Let's do a couple quick more. Okay. Where in your life have you been less than authentic? Nowhere. I'm always authentic. I'm interested. Okay. Because everything is genuine with me. I have no pretenses. I have no agenda. The only agenda I have is to just prepare for the Lord and be approved in his eyes. And I know I'm always wrong. So just, I know I'd be wrong. wrong. So tell me when I'm right so I can stay, I can stay correct. All right. 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 But I will say that one time when I was making that video about Black Woman Hill. Yes. You was not authentic. I wasn't. No. I was. You know what? I my to, answers. I had to come whisper in your ear. You don't remember that? My answers were authentic, but I, I want. I didn't want to embarrass you. I wanted to. I wanted to put my best foot forward because I respect you. You're. You're so. Um. You. You. You talk with good diction. Like my mom always says that you need to. Um. What should you say? I'll be forgetting. But she said, I talk to country. Like, I should um. I should pronunciate my words a little bit. But I wanted you. Clearer. I didn't want a fake but, version of you. I wanted you. But what you have to remember yes. is I've always be co- been corrected about being me because mm. I'm so extra. There so, and I can't help that. I wake up with this energy. Right. So when I came there, I was in the back of my mind. I had my mother pronunciate your words. Keep, you know, sit up straight. So yeah. I'm like, and I respect you. So I'm like, let me give Lalita, let me be respectable and give her and, and pronunciate my words correctly. Mm-hmm. And you was like, hell no, I, I want the real you. <laughs> And I was like, well, damn, which one? I'm- okay. I had to stop oh, filming. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Stop sorry. hitting the table. But so I, I thank you. Thank I, you for letting me be me. And, I and love respecting who you me are. for me and not and not judging me according to how you behave and, and how you act. So thank you. You're welcome. Okay, the question. What would you have what would what wound have what wound have you left unhealed? My God. Dang, these are some good questions for you. Okay, and that's all the time we have today. Thank you all for <laughs> listening in to the Defending Black Girl podcast. No deflecting. Come Arr. on. What wound have you left unhealed? Okay, I would think about two wounds. Okay. And this real deal. Go. One fatherlessness. Me too. I have not had that wound healed. And, you know, that's a whole conversation we can have. Please do. But that's one. And then two, you know... I don't know that I fully have let my broken heart heal. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Shuggy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I understand that. Yeah. It's understandable. But yeah. get over it. Wow. Yeah, get over that broken heart. Yeah. Heal that broken heart heal so it. you can show that love to somebody else, baby. So somebody else come up in there. Let them sew it on up for you. Right. And yes, I, let and them I, touch that neck. Okay, let's what? stop right there because no, I know you're going to go further. No, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just okay. saying that. Room, I want you, and this is just what I want. You don't have to care. But I would want you to do that. Heal your okay. broken, or if someone comes into your life, allow mm-hmm. them to heal your heart. My God. Boom. Okay. Come on, men now. I know you're out there. <laughs> Some senator's son or something. Some black activist. You out there. Lalita G. That's Lalita G at Facebook.com. Okay. No, I don't want nobody like me. No, he gonna be cool I want no and, activist. and quiet. Cause I got enough fight that I'm doing. I don't want nobody so like me. Be he like, got me, uh-uh, baby. Come on, we're yeah. not gonna do that. We gonna go. I need over somebody here that's a chill. caregiver. A care- he gotta take care of old people. 
No. No, oh, you had a nurturing spirit. spirit. Okay, because those caregivers kind of mean. You don't want that. I Some know. of them. Wait a minute. What? Off story. Yes. My son posted on his Facebook there was three women in North Carolina who were arrested for running a fight club in a dementia yep, yep. facility. You know what? I saw something Did you like see that? that, and I thought that was fake news. No, I don't think I that was real. I thought that was, that was fake news, They was arrested, and it's horrible, but let me just tell you this. Aww. My mother stays in a memory care facility. Yeah, I know. If they had that fight club there. I know. She would have kicked their ass. Oh, I thought you she was going to say you would have came up there. No, my mama would have kicked their ass. She would have <laughs> won. She would have been the champ. She would have been the champ. I'm just she would have been calling y'all, telling y'all the stories, y'all wouldn't be believing her. Right. All right. Like, um, what are you talking about, mom? I'm just saying, I don't want it to have it happen where my mother stays. I'm just saying, if they decide to start a fight club, my mama going to win. I believe that. Honestly, okay. Mother, I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, we could go on and on and on, but we're going to wrap up this conversation for today. You know I want to have you back again and again. Yes. And this kind of dive into various conversations. And so thank you all for listening, for taking the time to hear our conversation. We hope that th some things that we have said have inspired you, have challenged you. Like we said, write down the questions, rewind it, write down the questions that particularly speak to you because we as black women must stop living unexamined lives. Yes. Our black yes. girls are depending on it. Yes. So thank you for listening to the Defending Black Girl podcast. Thank you. That was a good conversation. And look, we mean this thing. We are not playing. We are committed to defending black girls. And look, we want you to get involved please visit Lalata.org to explore the work that we are doing to defend black girls to be safe wherever they are. And look, while you're there, please sign up for our mailing list so that you will not miss one single fearless conversation. 